What does communication really mean and why is it so important? Did you know the root of the word communication in Latin is communicare, which means to share or to make common. So would you like to learn some proven strategy to communication for success? Well then stay tuned for our amazing show with our amazing guest, Bob Pat. Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life and your business matter. Thank you so much for being here. I am your host and executive producer, Coach Ria. Thank you again for being here. Just a quick intro, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional coaching, training, and production company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our personal as well as professional life. On this show, we have experts that come in and share some helpful tips and suggestions with you. And you are welcome to contact them directly from the information we provide on the show page or you can contact us at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. But before we start the show, I like to set my intention as always. My intention of hosting and continue to do this show is to inspire change and transformation. I like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life and in your business so you can have the life that you desire and the successful business that you desire. So all I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life, so why don't you live it your way? We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will get right into our amazing show for you guys. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thanks again for joining us. Whether you are listening to the show live or archive, I do appreciate each one of you. So just a quick reminder, the show will be archived the minute we go off the air. So it's available for you to download, to listen to it again right here on this link. Or you can also go to iTunes in the podcast section and also listen there or download it as well as the Stitcher app. So if you have a Stitcher app for your smartphone, you can listen to the show 
all the episodes available right there on the Stitcher app. I am so excited to introduce you to our amazing guest, Bob Pass, the author of Communicating to Win in Life, Love, and Business. Bob Pass is a highly sought-after motivational speaker, business leader, and seasoned media professional speaking to prominent institutions such as Johns Hopkins University Hospital and PNC Bank, as well as having show and segments on CBS Radio, Fox Stations, ABC, and being a guest on the Steve Harvey Show. Please help me welcome our guest, Bob Path to the show. Welcome, Bob. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Welcome. Rhea, it's my honor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Well, we are all excited. As we know, there is a party going on right now on the air, and this party is right here. So if you landed, <laughs> if you landed on this link, you are not here by us. So I really want to do appreciate you and being here and being the amazing guest that you are. Thank you. Absolutely. Let's party on, right? What's that? I said let's party on. Let's party on. Okay, you know what? It's too early for a glass of wine, but cheers to everybody. <laughs> and I want to, like, send love to everybody out there who really contributed into uh, promoting the show today and, and, and putting Bob, you know, on, you know, the, what he deserved to be on, that, you know, that the, uh, um, you are amazing. So I'm actually wanted to also give a shout out to my dearest um, friend, Debbie O'Glan, the founder and the CEO of Special Life for introducing me to you. Much love to you, Debbie. I know you're listening out there, and if you're not, you would be listening sometimes. So much love to you, my friend. So, Bob, communicating to when, how beautiful is that? You know, before we start digging into the book, I read the book. It's really, really just wanted to put it out there. I, you know, hey, listen, I'm an author, published author myself. I'm a coach. Um, you know, I train, I teach, I speak all the time. Your book is so easy to, to take in, and I can tell you why I, I found it to be that. First of all, you are like one of us. Like everybody else goes certain, through certain things in life. And, uh, um, you know, and, and, and you just put it out there for the average person, for the average us, you know, to understand, like, you know, we all go through some of the things that you talk about in the book, and we can all relate to a lot of things that you talk about in the book. And it's a very easy book to read. And I love also the fact that you have put the book into two sections. You, you, you put the philosophy first. You talk about your you, – you, you were really vulnerable, actually. You talk about your life. You talk about a lot of things that happened in your life that got you where you are, you know, right now and how you accepted certain things and moved on. And then the other part of the book about empowering, you know, how to empower people to empower yourself. And, and, and we'll go, you know, through some of the things um, from the book and some of the things that really stood out for me um, in the book. But here's something that you and I, we talked about um, beyond, off the air the first time we actually spoke on the phone. And the fact that it is, you know, we both agree that the most important thing in life, in this physical life that we call it, you know, whatever, you know, the life that we live in right now, communication and relationships. And yet we are so poor <laughs> when it comes to communication and relationships. But those two go hand in hand. 
And one of the things, I wanted to read something that I, it really grabbed my attention um, in the book. You said, um, okay, I said, I love, I love what the author Bob Pass has to say about communication in his book, Communicating to Win. We are bound and handcuffed to the ugly monsters of embarrassment and rejection, forever living in fear of speaking our mind by asking for what we want and what we need. And let's start from there. Why, why do you think that? Why? I mean, it's so true. It's so obvious. And I feel it most of the time because I'm one of those people who like to speak their mind. But a lot of time we have the protocol of the social, you know, engagement that we need to speak in a different way. We need to talk in a different way so we cannot really speak our mind. And we don't know how to speak our mind. So tell me what, why would you say what you said? Well, you know, I mean, I think fear does, and I mentioned it on, 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 I think it's page three. You know, Gandhi had said this before, and and I found out he said it after I wrote it, but so much of what we do, arguably everything that we do is based in fear. You know, fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, fear of confrontation, fear of failure, fear of success, uh, you know, all of those things. And if you think about it, when we're children and we're at our most innocent, most vulnerable, we don't have those fears. Because we have, if you look at, you know, you can even look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The basic needs, you know, we want to be taken care of, we want to be loved, we want to be fed, all those things that children know instinctively. uh, So they ask for those things. They cry if they need things. And then as we get older, society sort of creeps in. And and um, our mistakes in life and our failures and and all those things and the rejection and people filter in and creep into our lives. And um, that starts to chip away, really, at our identity. And, you know, we're lucky if, if, if we were taught social skills as children. But no one teaches us how to communicate. You're, nobody sure. told your parents how to communicate. And so apples, right, don't fall far from the tree. And children model behavior, all those things that older listeners out there and you and I have heard and it's repeated all the time. Yet no one teaches us the most important, arguably, the most important skill that we need to know to get us through the rest of our lives, no one teaches us, and that is the ability to communicate. So when we get into those problem situations, we don't know how to navigate out of them. And, you know, that sets us up for all the problems that we have in the rest of, the rest of our lives. That's so true. And I know you've, you you have a diagram in, in the book. You talk about, you know, all these, um, the fear, the core fears, you know, the failure, the direction, yeah. the embarrassment, the con- the confrontation. A lot of people don't like confrontation. So they like, you know, they, they decide right. not to speak right. the truth. It's just, you know, they don't speak their mind because they don't want to, you know, um, deal with that, the despair, the anger. That's right. You know, the isolation. All these things are, you know, uh, part of the fear. And, you know, on this show, we, we, we discuss emotional scale many times. And the emotional scale is two sides, the love and fear, right? And depends on what, you know, what size of the equation of the scale we come from, we tip the scale, right? So most of the time, unfortunately, we, most of us act, behave, do things, you know, whether on a personal or professional level from that place of fear, you know, because, like you said, we want to be accepted. We want it to be, you know, uh, validated. We want it to, you know, move on. We want it to, like, you know, be the best. We want it to, to uh, um, can, uh, what do you call it, um, 
now it's like the words just skip my mind. Like compete. We wanted to, you know, I want to be better than you. I want to, you know, there is like not enough, not enough. It's all that, you know. Well, we want to be validated, the, the right? Attitude, you know, we want right. to be validated. Yeah. Right, right. So for that reason, and, and taking your background, I wanted just to introduce you. I mean, obviously, I, I, I give, you, give our listeners um, who don't know you, you know, just a, a bit of what, who Bob is. But what else would you like our listeners to know about you? Because I wanted to get to the, to the, to the point, why is the book? Why did you, you know, decide to write the book, and why did you decide to write on the topic of communication? So first, let's do part one of the question. Anything else the listeners will, you know, would like the listeners to know about you that I did not mention? Um, so, so you want to know who who I am? Is that? Uh, well, I mean, um, what else would you like them to know about you? What else would you like them to know about you that well, I did not I, mention? I think you, Rhea, you you touched on it, and, you, and I jotted it down actually here. I'm I'm an average person, and so. Um, you know, people maybe looking at me or whatever, reading things about me might might disagree. But I think fundamentally that's what uh, has made this message such a success and that's why it's resonated all over the world is, and I tell people, I'm you. You know, I've had those real-life experiences. I've had those, you know, I've had two failed marriages. You know, I have six children. Um, mm-hmm. I left home when I was 16 years old. I, you know, I, I've had... I've dealt with two bouts of infidelity. I've dealt with three attempts at suicide. You know, I've dealt with business successes and failures. So I am, as you said earlier in the introduction, I'm the average person. And, and average, you know, being a very general term. I mean, I'm. I was, we, we laughed before. I was out cutting my grass an hour ago. So I, I think what the connection is here, and I want people to know, is I am you. There are no barriers to entry. People are always amazed at how accessible I am. They're amazed when I pick up the phone and I call somebody in Arizona and I say, thanks for buying the book. You know, they're blown away right. by that because, you know, we right. live in a world of, a, you know, class systems and, and, and boundaries and all of these things. And so I want people to know that I'm real, I'm vulnerable, uh, I, I put myself out there, and I've lived these experiences. The book is a transparent look at my life and everybody you know, I crafted this message. God gave me the tools to articulate it. But I really want people to find their own voice and their own message within those pages. And they are, and they have, and they're sharing this story. So that's what I want people to know. I want people to know that this is real. This is real. It's not textbook. It's not theory. The book is written. As you said, it's easy to read. Somebody said it's digestible. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's very easy. I had a person just bought the book who went on Amazon and said she's never done that before. Mm-hmm. Never on Amazon. She's never bought a book. She's not a big reader. We had to buy my book, and and so because you can go and you can find yourself within those sixteen chapters, and people are dog-earing pages and they're writing in the margin and they're reading it two and three times and they're taking it on the bus, on the train, on the plane. They're sharing it. They're gifting it. They're living it, and that's really what mm-hmm. my goal was, and that's why I want people to know. Well, that's that's beautiful, but I have to um, correct you if I may. You are not an average person. Actually, you are <laughs> extraordinary person, and I can tell you why. Because you are taking the time to, first of all, be vulnerable and putting yourself out there to show the rest of the world that you are just like 
each, every one of us, because we all go through, you know, um, some of the experiences that you talk about in the book, and, and sometimes we just don't know how to deal with them, and, and just knowing that, you know, the directions that you showed what you did, and, you know, in, in the book, uh, it, it just makes you above average, and makes you extraordinary in my, in my eyes. Um, and I can guarantee you when people, you know, um, get the book and read it. And I know I asked you just a few minutes before the air about a person who jumping up and, and helping and posting and creating, you know, an event on Facebook. And I'm like, who is this person? And you said it was just somebody. And her name Sophia. Shout out to you, Sophia. I'm sure you're here. You're listening. Who stepped up and, and, and created an event on Facebook to share with everybody else. And she is just a person who actually read the book. And, and the book had changed her, her life. And uh, she wanted to share that with the rest of the world. So, my friend, you're an average. So, <laughs> so, for that reason, I have to tell you, you are an extraordinary person. So, I do appreciate you. And one of the other things that I do like about the book, um, you actually have section where you put notes in the section. And people, you know, because I know myself when I read a book that really I get into, I'm like highlighting, writing, you know, I do a lot of electronic, right. you know, uh, reading. So a lot of times, like, you know, I'm like trying to write my notes somewhere and, you know, all this stuff. So I do appreciate that you actually wrote the book with us, the reader, in mind, you know, knowing like, oh, so how did I ask about this? And what would I do about this when you ask the questions throughout the books and, and you give them the chance to write uh, the notes in there? So that's, you know, that's something that I really do appreciate that you did. Um, one of the other things that I noticed, and that's what I was going to ask you um, about your, who inspired you in your life, and it looks like Abraham Lincoln was one of them. So would you want to elaborate a little bit about, you know, yeah, you know, one of the things Maria, that's very interesting and the question comes up all the time is role models and, and people that I admired. And folks are generally shocked, to use that word, uh, when I say that I had few, if, if any, arguably no role models. You know, my dad left when I was 10. And mm-hmm. um, so I don't really have, but I, but I guess I was wise enough, perhaps, uh, I jokingly say I was born an adult, to maybe have, have identified with folks who, you know, I have a strong work ethic and, and folks like Lincoln who mm-hmm. endured so much if you read about him. Um, but, but you know, the favorite quote from him is, whatever you are, be a good one that I use and I talk about all the time. And so that, Lincoln did instill in me in a very, very early age that first job setting up bowling pins when I was 12 years old for $3 a night, you know, that work ethic and that fiber. So, I, I suppose I had to find my role models outside of my natural environment. And, um, you know, I credit, I'm, I'm a faith-based guy, for those who know me. I'm a practicing Catholic, and you find me in church at least three, four times a week, and so I'm grateful my faith has gotten me through a lot of things. And it also answers a lot of the questions for me, because the expression, mm-hmm. there for the grace of God go I, a lot of it, a lot of it wouldn't make any sense you know, how I've got through and how I've persevered and, and and then turned this thing into a useful tool. We've created a toolbox here that folks are utilizing. And so I look at myself, I do look at myself as an average person. I understand what you're saying and I appreciate it. But average in the sense that I'm just like everybody else with these experiences. And and I'm also a messenger, you know, a simple messenger mm-hmm. who, who, you know, just crafted this thing and, and I'm willing to put it out there and I'm willing to be vulnerable and expose myself to it. So, yeah, other than folks like Lincoln, um, there really surprisingly are uh, 
few to no role models that really that really jump out. So, you know, Bob, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, out loud here. Um, and like I said to you before, you know, the show, um, this show, I and mean, you probably heard say any show intended to be for thought, you know, thought-provoking information purpose. And I'm always thinking, and I'm always thinking out loud, and I'm always asking the question because I think when you ask, you know, most likely you're gonna learn a lesson, you know, an answer, right? You're gonna find out something new that you didn't know when Absolutely. you ask. But you know, I mean, when you said in your book, you, you know, obviously you said you, you, you were raised Catholic, you know, and, and uh, I, I believe, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't call myself a religious person per se. I am, you know, a spiritual being, um, you know, experiencing this physical life, whatever it is. But, you know, but in the same time, I really truly believe what you said, which is, you know, having a faith, you know, gives us hope, gives us something to look, you know, forward to, right? You know, just saying, you know, like if I have faith in something, but what really, you know, provoked me to what I wanted to say after that is that what I always say, you need to question everything. Uh, meaning, like, you know, when you when you believe in something, you know, why do you believe it, and how is it working in your life, and is it really, you know, what you want, and 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 does it serve you, you know, in your life and serve the people around you? So those are the things that come to my mind because a lot of time we really. Um, we believe things blindly, and, and I think sometimes we believe, like, you know, some of the things that come to us and what we do and the things, you know, our relationship, our communication, all really driven from an internal belief that we have in ourselves, the belief system that has been with us even before we were born, you know, the things that we keep adding, you know, into our, our, our life, you know, the things that we got, we, we were taught in school, the things we were taught from our parents, from our environment, from the people, you know, that we hang out with. And I love you mentioned that in the book about who's your team, who are the people that you hang out with. Like, you know, I mean, I think I'm trying to remember who talks about like your five, the five most important people in your life. You know that you should uh, um, have. Yeah, I think it was you know, Tim around... who said, "Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're the sum of the five people that you hang out with." Correct. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it's the same thing. You are what you think. It's you are what you believe. You are what's you know. So, I what I wanted to open it up there, and I want you to you know challenge me mentally here, you know, by telling me what you know. I mean, we don't have to agree to disagree or vice versa. But what I'm just saying, why why do we? you know, sabotage ourselves to just take what is given to us and then think this is what life should be. I mean, how many times do you hear people saying, well, you know, this is life, you live and you die and, you know, whatever, and you hear people just saying some negative stuff is just because, you know, they don't want to take the responsibility, you know, or own it in their life. And, you know, so why why do you think we sabotage ourselves? Why Why do you think we just take, what's given to us without really questioning it and, you know, we think this is what we deserve. Well, I, I think, you know, the thing that jumps out at me is is self-doubt. I mean, you know, we're filled with self-doubt. What we need to do, and I talk about it in the book, uh, there's a chapter on embrace your adversity. In the Chinese proverb, that's another favorite of mine, is there's great opportunity in pain. I See, I don't truly believe that anything bad happens to us in life. I think we're mm-hmm. given lessons in life. Now, now, people out there who are listening could argue with me, you know, um, cancer and, and children dying and things like that are all tragic, horrific things that I've experienced, you know, those things in my lifetime. I have friends experiencing those things. We have friends right now who 
their 17-year-old son, you know, dove into an ocean and, and, and uh, hit a sandbar and he's paralyzed. And so you could argue those things and you could you could um, be angry with God for all those things. But I think it's a matter of perception. It's a matter of focus. And, and mm-hmm. we're, we're riddled, really, with self-doubt. And we're, we allow people to chip away at us. And we surround ourselves a lot of times with people that do bring us down. So when I talk about the team, you know, who are you go-to people? Who would you pick up the phone? We have to be, get better at letting go. And when I say letting go, you know, the past is all a lesson. Um, but we have to let go. We spend more time purging our wardrobe and planning our vacations than we do our future and the rest of our lives. And who, who we're going to allow to hang out with us. You know, let's hold ourselves in a higher esteem here instead of allowing ourselves to be associated with people that bring us down and who are negative and accentuate all of the things that we do. We're all vulnerable, and we all make mistakes and all of those things, but there are lessons uh, to be learned and to, and to move forward. But um, the self-doubt creeps in, you know, creeps in, and it's a slippery slope. And then we have a heart. It's the devil you know for the devil you don't. You've heard that expression. Well, I'm better. Mm-hmm. at least I know this. I can manage this. These people are this, this, and that, or this circumstance is toxic or this environment's toxic. But, oh, if I leave, what's the future going to bring? You know, what's Pandora's box? Uh, what's in there when I, when I open Pandora's box? And that's what really just paralyzes us. This is, this is, this is simple, but it's not simple to do. It's not, you know, it, 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 I mean, it's common. Well, it takes and, a process. But not simply done. What's that? Right. It takes practice, like anything else in life. Like anything else, like it, any it, muscles, like anything in life, it needs practice. Absolutely. And I think through practice, we perfect things. And, and through certain, like, you know, right. mental, like, I teach self-talk. I, see, I teach a lot of these things, like, you know, uh, based on, like, you know, what, what do you tell yourself? Like, you know, when you doubt in yourself, you are talking, telling yourself something negative. So what are you telling yourself? Right. I think start from there. You know, what's That's the right. language are you using? What are you, what are you saying to yourself? Right. Why are you saying I agree. But, you know, we, we touched on the fear part in the beginning of the, 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 the show, which is like, you know, we say a lot of us tip that scale to the fear side, right, the emotional scale. And the fear, it's huge. Fear comes in a different form. Fear is important at, at, at some extent, right? So the fear prevents you from crossing the street and getting hit, you know, by a car. It prevents oh, you exactly. from jumping Yeah, we need an element of fear. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? But there is a there is a degree to fear, and there's a there's unnecessary fear that we in, we take on, and we just forget, like oh well, you know, I thought this is I'm supposed to do that. I'm supposed to always be protected and kind of putting my shield on and making sure like nothing happened to me. See, I I'm really a believer that we need to take risk in life, and we need to question everything. And I'm not talking about like like I said, jumping off a cliff and just say I'm taking a risk in life. No. You need to, first of all, take a look at your life right now. What's going on, right? Like you said in your book, you got to own it. You got to be fully right. responsible for everything that shows up in your life. And sometimes it's ugly because we don't want to believe that we actually attract certain things in our life. Because people tell me, it's like, what are you, crazy, Ria? How can you say that I want something like this to happen to me? I'm like, well, maybe it's on the subconscious mind, you know, but not directly. Right. Nobody wants harm to themselves, Right. Tell me, what do you think? Correct. Well, I think I think there's an element of self sabotage in there. I think that you know that's what you're talking about. It's listen. I, I tell people all the time, success is hard. Failure is really easy. So I don't think people fear 
failure so much because failure, how do you get to failure? You just quit. You just yeah. stop. But success is very, very difficult because the higher you go up in the food chain, the more people want to knock you down. People, You see, people don't see us as we are. They see us as they are. Mm-hmm. And so that's mm-hmm. why people chip away at you. That's why people want to bring you down. And it's, this, is, this is tough stuff. It's really, really tough stuff. Uh, and you mentioned it, and you're right. This takes practice and constant practice. And that's why I say the most important person that you communicate with is yourself. But you don't, we don't think about that. We don't think about the investment that we make in ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. we're the most important product, and we are a product. And I talk about that in business. I've got a business background. You are your product. So I don't care if you're a W-2 or mm-hmm. a Schedule C mm-hmm. employee, you're self-employed, you work for someone, you are still the product. You know, I just did a mm-hmm. talk in San Antonio, and it was a company of 100 employees. But what I told them in front of management was that you are self-employed. So you work for yourself but not by yourself. You know, be the best right. data entry person. Be the best janitor. Be the best president. Be the best whatever it is that you do. Because then that takes us on to the next job, next opportunity. Plus, it also instills in us a sense of pride and accomplishment and success. So, that we need to really true. all of these things, right? And look at ourselves as a temple and look at ourselves really as. Because when we do that and we communicate it effectively, we're not only better for ourselves, but we're better for the world. We're better for everybody else. We're better for our children and our spouses and our significant others and our neighbors and everybody else if we're able to do that. So, you know, we've got to work on ourselves. That's exactly what I was going to get to because, I mean, I think that's the key thing because most of us are so busy, occupied, impressing everything and doing everything on the external world, and we're forgetting, like you said, we are the product of our own self, right? So why don't you start with yourself? Start with yourself. How do you communicate with yourself? What do you tell yourself? You know, what's some of the things that makes you happy? What's some of the things that makes you sad? So you know, if you know these That's things, right. you do more of the things that makes you happy and less of the things that makes you sad. And then, you know, we do have responsibility to our external world, right? You know, it depends on what we do, the hats that we wear in life, you know, the role that we play in life. And many of us wear a lot of hats. But I challenge you to wear one hat at a time. To, the, to, to people who are listening, you know, because when you do wear all the hats all at once, you are not going to be effective person to yourself or to others. So that, you know, that's a form of communication too. So communication, I mean, a lot of time I remember like, you know, uh, um, like when you apply for a job, they ask you about your communication skills, you know, which most people, a lot of the clients that I work with, the business clients that I work with, they really have a problem with the communication. This is like a huge problem and I'm like, how can you actually run a business, successful business, if you cannot have good communication, you know, a skill going on in your company, between your employees, between your management, between the leadership, you know, team? Everybody needs to communicate good. When we say, well, they just don't. Okay, well, maybe somebody needs to learn how to, right? But, you know, a lot of times yeah. we just put it on the side. We put it on the back burner. Correct. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't think... We don't think about these things. I mean, we don't think about um, communication at all. I mean, and, and it comes in 93% of all communication is nonverbal. So, you know, you've got the written, you've got the body language, you've got all of that. I mean, there's so many aspects of it that we just really never 
I'll give you a great example because stories resonate with people. This morning, I was running some errands, and I mm-hmm. needed to stop and grab a quick bite to eat. And so I went to my local bagel shop. And the last time I was in the bagel shop, there's a woman in, who works in this particular place who's very surly, very negative, lots of attitude. We've all encountered these people who act like they're doing us a favor. You know, the people that walk in the, walk in the coffee shop, they're really writing the great American novel, but they're doing you a favor while they're doing it. And I walked in, and there she was again, and I just couldn't do it. And I walked out, and I walked into the shop across the street, and the gentleman was positive. And I said, you know, I always go there, but I just, you know, I was telling, sharing the experience with him. And he was the proprietor of that business across the street, but also frequent. So a story like that, you know, we, we just we accept those things when we don't have to. We don't have to go right. in there. We don't have to deal with people who, right, aren't friendly and aren't positive and don't treat us with respect, but yet we allow ourselves to. I can't tell. It's not just me. I mean, this woman's nasty, and, and and she's nasty with everybody in front of me and behind me. And yet they stand there, and we flock like sheep, and we and we just go through the motions instead of saying, you know what, I have a choice. This is my money. I can choose where to buy my bagel and my coffee and whatever, and I choose not to do it here. And so you need to make a statement and say, I'm not going to be treated like this. Because think about it. If you allow that, what that does, it perpetuates everything else. That was the start of my day. That was 9 o'clock in the morning. It's a slippery slope. I'm only going to go downhill from there. I want to surround myself, and your listeners should surround themselves with people who make you feel better about yourself, about what you're doing, mm-hmm. about who you are, about your goals, and all of those things. And, and when you, you, have, you, you said it earlier, the practice, 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 practice. Have that conversation with yourself every day. Wake up in the morning. Listen, I spoke at a homeless shelter, and these people had eight or 10 or 12 weeks to turn their lives around. So they looked at me like, kind of like, you know, what, what do I do? How do? What tools can you give me? I said, you need, when your feet hit the ground in the morning, you need to think about how am I getting out of this environment? You know, who mm-hmm. am I go-to people? What do I need to do? How do mm-hmm. I do it? You need to look at that as, you're, again, you're the product. My father was homeless, so I can connect to a person who was living on a park bench the day before I spoke to them. That doesn't mean that you're going to spend the rest of your life on that park bench. It means we are where we're supposed to be. But but exactly, you said it beautifully. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's like, but I think you know, a lot of time, like you know, what 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 comes to my mind most of the time, people think you know they deserve it or they don't deserve better. Yeah. So they think that really goes back to your belief system. You know, what you were told as a yeah. child, what were you, you know, the things that you know right. about yourself. So my first suggestion, you know, you know, I always put the coach hat on, so by all means, you know, you yeah. have to make yourself your priority. you got to question everything about yourself. Why do I think like this? Why do I feel this way? Why is this? Why? Why? Why, Why am I hearing this? Why? So what? What would happen? And keep questioning until you get to the bottom of it because when you know you have enough information to get you going so you can leave that homeless shelter because now you've got something to start with. I mean, you've got to have to have foundation. You know, the foundation is what gets you going, right? So it's like if you build something strong and then from there, like, you know, you talk about the GPS. We, 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 uh, um, we mention this all the time, you know, know what you want. How do you know what you want if you don't know what you've got right now? Right, What's going right. on with you right now? Well, you, and why are you well, where you, you are? You touched on it. 
the, the thing you said are, are feelings. It's the one thing I tell people, the most authentic, the most honest emotion that we have is how something makes us feel. And I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, and, and, you know, Chopra talks about this, and we all heard their, what's, what's your gut instinct? Your gut's never wrong. It's never wrong. And so what you need to ask yourself is how does this make me feel and start from that point? Does it make me feel happy? Does it make me feel sad? Does it make me feel loved? Does it make me feel insecure? Does it make, you know, how does it make me feel? And if you start there, I mean, that's, that's the foundation. That's the building block. You'll, you'll get to like, okay, so I feel bad being around this person. Why do I feel bad about, around this person? How do they make me feel about myself? And then, and only then, can you do something about it. But you have to embrace your feelings. How does this experience right. make right. me feel? Because right. everything, it's so amazing. It's, I mean, yes, absolutely. I, I, I 100%, 150% agree with you on that. Because if you know how something makes you feel, you're most likely to be able to take an action, but it's going to change it if it's not good. Because if you know something makes you feel yeah, bad, no, uh, you, you, somebody makes right, you, you feel bad, it unless you know it's what it insanity, is. right? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry? Right. Yeah, well, yeah you can't friend. change it unless you know what it is. Exactly. Well, let's give you a break. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will continue this amazing discussion and conversation. I just want to give you guys a heads up. We will open the uh, um, the mic to the end of the show for Q&A. If you have a question for Bob, you have a comment or anything like that, and you want it to be live on the air, make sure you call us at 626-213-5773. I believe the Skype icon, it should be there next to the phone number. I know they have been changing things around here on, on Block Talk Radio, um, but it should be there. Those for international callers who want to call in for free, you know, they can use the Skype to Skype call. And I also have the chat room open, so you're welcome to put your comment or question in there, and we'll be more than happy to try and you know the question on the air with me, for you. Um, with that being said, please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. caregiver of a child with a special need? Are you overwhelmed and seeking to find happiness in the midst of it all? Debbie Ovland, the founder of SpecialLives.com, has the right tools to help you stay on a happier path. Chronic happy and how to achieve it. A special needs parent survival guide. A powerful book that covers the basics to help you understand those feelings of sadness that emerge occasionally and helps you navigate through those emotions and in many cases, avoid them altogether. Grab your copy today either by going to Amazon.com or SpecialLives.com. Again, Chronic Happy and How to Achieve It, a Special Need Parents Survival Guide is available on Amazon Kindle or SpecialLives.com. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, executive producer, Coach Ria. Thanks again for being here, guys. I really appreciate you guys. Much love. Thanks to the people in the chat room. Hello, everybody. And the people in the studio, in the, in the, uh, um, the switchboard, thanks again for calling in and listening. And I see if you guys want, again, to, to ask a question 
and you calling in to listen right now, make sure you press one, I think, to, to, so I know that you are in the queue for, for a question later on. Anyhow, I am so delighted. I'm beyond myself, so excited. We have a party here on the air, <laughs> you know, like we said. Talking to the amazing Bob Pass. He is the author of Communicating to Win in Life, Love, and Business. Bob is highly sought after motivational speaker, business leader, a seasoned media professional speaking to a great institute such as John Hopkins, uh, John Hopkins University Hospital, PNC Bank. He had his show segment on CBS Radio, Fox Station, and he was also on the Steve Harvey Show. Welcome, my friends. Thanks so much again for being here, Bob. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. It's an honor to be here with Thank you. Thank you. So let's start with the Steve Harvey uh, show. Um, what were some of the things I know that's, you know, I, I love the guy, and he's, uh, um, I, I know he's like a change in how, you know, becoming like the, 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 uh, the male version of Oprah, I think, you know, on TV. He's uh. trying to really, you know, make a difference. I appreciate him. But was it like uh, being on his show? What was the uh, takeaway? Anything uh, stood out for you? Well, yeah, you know that that, that that's a funny story. If you want to go down here? I, and I was actually on his show. You know, I'm a single guy. I'm a single father of six, and I've been single now for almost six years. And so I got a call from the producers about being on his show as a as a bachelor myself and another person were on there um, because there was a you know there was a celebrity that they were trying to fix up with a bachelor, and so I was one of the two guys that was on there to do that. But he and I did have the opportunity. Uh, to chat, and he did ask me. Uh, they knew what I did, and um, so we had a very nice connection. And one of the questions, probably the best experience or best part of that, the takeaway from that was when he said to me, what are the three most uh, important things in your life? And I said, my, my family, my faith, and my failures. And knowing his background, for folks who do, I know that I knew, and he did, he, he zeroed in on my failures. And he wanted to know what why my failures was one of the top three, and I said, you know, Steve, you get knocked down seven times, you have to get up eight. And really the failures and the pain uh, in our life, that's really where the greatest lessons occur. It's only through that. When everything's flying high and sailing through and you've got no problems and no issues, and that person I don't think exists, but um, when, when life is all perfect and smooth sailing, there's really little growth. You're not being challenged. And so mm-hmm. that was probably the best five or ten minutes of that show, of, of that appearance. And he said, you know, I want to have you back and, and all that. So it was, yeah, it was it was nice being cool. there and it was nice having that national exposure. Very it was nice. also pre-book, so I have to let you know and your listeners know it was before the book um, that I was on his show. So a lot's changed since that appearance on the Steve Harvey show. Yeah, well, I'm sure it is, and, and all for the good, I hope, <laughs> right? So oh, yeah, I on a daily a question, basis. But we never yeah. really, I'm sorry? No, on a daily basis, okay. things are changing for the good because the message is resonating. Absolutely. You've got to think like that, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I share this yeah. all the time on the air, and I'll share it again now. I have a ritual that I do every single day. I start my morning with it, and I end my day with it. I actually, before I get out of the bed, and this is like, you know, it could take five minutes. Five minutes, that's all it takes. Get yourself mentally prepared for the day. And I do this through, you know, I use a lot of the self-talk, right? So I use like a certain, you know, um, affirmation. I do like my um, sure. like five minutes hypnosis kind of where, you know, I do like my yeah. mantras and stuff like that. And you could call it meditation, whatever, but I'm actually still in bed. So I haven't even get up. 
Um, I close my eyes. I really picture what I want the day to look like. And, of course, I already have done the action part, which, you know, planning my days ahead of time, you know, not that same day. And then, but I set the mood. I set the attitude for a good day. You know, does everything going to go perfect? I won't say 100%, but at least if you put the effort, like we talk about practice, you know, it just really, your mind is so obedient. Like, it will listen to you if you train it. If you train your mind to, to think in a certain way, to have an attitude in a certain way, you're going to face people who are negative. You're going to face, you know, situation that's going to be negative. You're going to face, you know, things that challenge and stuff throughout the day. But you are most likely to deal with it better if you mentally prepare than if you're not. And, you know, I think it's a lot of problem. It's, you know, it's not like, you know, the, the, the situation or the circumstances that happen to us. You know and I know it's how we react to them, right? So That's train right. your mind right. to do that and get gratitude. You know, one of the things that I do, my rituals in the morning, I go through all my gratitude. What am I grateful for? And the more I'm grateful for, sometimes I feel like, oh, my God, I forgot this. Because now I've got so much, like every day, I have more to be grateful for. It's just because I try to really stay in that mind of, of gratitude and, you know, the people that show up in my life, the people that, you know, I, you know, like spontaneously I will send something, you know, uh, to someone, a, a note, and I just say, you know what, I, I, you have no idea how you touch my heart. You know, like, you know, what you've done and make me feel so good or whatever. And acknowledge that. I think it's really good. For all of us, morale, you know, to feel good that somebody else, you know, acknowledge us, right? You know, saying something positive oh, to us. Right. So so before the show, uh, before the show, before in the beginning, the first part of the show, I asked you the question, but then I asked you another question, so we didn't get to that. Why the book? Why did you decide to write the book about communication? Uh, you know, it's a great question. I, I, I've been on the speaking uh, circuit for a few years. My training is in media, both television and radio, and my my goal in life, and I went to college to be uh, an anchor on the evening news. And so when my second marriage ended, it was really the opportunity then to sort of get back into that. And I just really spent the time getting to know me, communicating with me, uh, and really figuring out this the second phase of my life, what do I want? I mean, I'm in my 50s now. And so what do I want to do? And I mentioned to a friend of mine, I wanted to write a book. And he said, Bob, your books and your talks. And I didn't realize that he was right. I, I write like I speak. So for those who are out there and you've read the book, I, I write like I speak. So I want it to be like a conversation. And I thought, you know, think about this, Rhea. There are very few, I think I've got some unique real estate here to call it that. There are very few middle age and I'll call myself I call myself the middle aged white guy. I call myself the white Oprah. The white male Oprah. Let's add let's add to that. Who are really willing to expose themselves and who are really willing to be vulnerable. Men get, I'll say a bum rap. You know, a lot of it's deserved. If you look at the two sexes, the two genders, women tend to be the more emotional, sensitive, caring, deeper um sex than men. Mm-hmm. But we're not all like that. So I hate the generalizations. Really that's not fair. And I am one of those guys, really from childhood, who has been willing to expose the warts, expose the experience, the scars. And I thought, and if you know of anybody else who's doing it, and, and you know, God bless all those other guys out there, written their books and whatever they are, and they're speaking and they're doing their thing. But 
I, I don't know that anybody's really exposed themselves and, and made it about their story and their journey. And so I think, really, God had this plan for me to do this. I, I, I absolutely believe that this is my calling, as my parish priest said, and it's in the book, this is my ministry. And so I look at this right. as a man of faith, as my ministry. I have an obligation to do this. There's no stopping me now. And it's not about fame or fortune or or any of that stuff. It's not about that. I've never been motivated by those things. I have an obligation to tell this story, and I know on a daily basis that I'm helping people because I get the affirmation uh, and the acknowledgement from people all over the world. I mean, we've touched people mm-hmm. from one part of the, of the globe to another. And so that's that's why. I mean, people are asking about the second and third book, and, and I really, you know, I didn't really write one. Well, you, you, you touched more. My, my life with that. <laughs> I was going to say, you touched my life before I even met you, and it was so wild that I was like, I, I need to have this guy on my radio show. <laughs> I know, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, I didn't read the book. I didn't, you know, but I know Debbie had mentioned yeah. your book to me before when I was in San Antonio, and uh, she spoke very highly of you, and I know when I saw you and you were in San Antonio last time, and I know they had an event, and you were there uh, for the Eva Heroes, uh, I think, the the event, right? Yeah. Eva's Heroes? Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. But anyhow, yeah. so yeah, it was like, you know, here you are, you know, we're talking, and, and we we hopefully we inspiring people. We got quite a few people in, in the uh, um, switchboard here. Thank you guys for being there. Um, you know what, I'm going to ask you um, a couple more questions, and I'm going to open it for the Q&A so we don't keep you, you know, okay. too much past the hour. One um, of the things, too, I wanted to ask you, um, I mean, you know, there's so much to talk about in the book. Even the book is not that long, but, you know, you talk about your story. You talk about your dad, the affair. You talk about how your dad passed early, right? He was about 50-something, five, right? Was it your dad who died or... I'm Anyhow, sorry. well, in the story, you put yourself very vulnerably out there, you know, um, showing you, you know, who you are, what you have to go through, and you talk about perception, how people, when you told them where you would live, and, you know, and then people, when you ask the audience, I, I love this, because, you know, everything is perception. Reality is perception. It's what yes. we think of it, right. right? That's right. And, you That's know, right. people made up all these stories. But let's just, you know, fast forward a little bit, and let me ask you, do you feel you are now getting what you truly want and desire in life, love, and business, and if so, how so? Do I feel that personally? Yeah, I feel I, it, it's an interesting question because in terms of what we consider, you know, success is defined differently. For some people, it's, it's um, what you drive, where you live, how much money you make, what your title is that kind of a thing. And so it's interesting. I mean, I reinvented myself starting at age 50. So a lot of the things that I had in terms of business, I no longer have. And it's difficult. You know, I had a friend in the 70s compliment that I've been thinking about you a lot lately because what you're doing and what you've done is not easy. And I would argue and say it's very difficult, very, very difficult. And I've had my moments. I talk about it in the book. You know, I, I, I put it all out there. Very difficult. Some mornings not wanting to get out of bed. But yet I feel emotionally spiritually, uh, that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and finally in my life doing what I was meant to be, doing what I was put on this planet to do. From I think about Oprah made a comment a while ago, a long time ago, and she's probably said it multiple times, that she was born thinking that there was a destiny for her. And that sounds so self-indulgent to say that. You know, 
and, it, and it's not. It, it just means that you you felt from a very early age that you had a calling, or you had a purpose. You were put here for whatever the reason was, whether it was right discovering the va- the vaccine for polio, or or writing the whatever, or being a movie star, or being the greatest farmer that the world's mm-hmm. ever seen. You felt like you were destined for something, and I felt that way. I felt that way, so I could relate when Oprah said that. And now I finally feel after all this time. Otherwise, Rhea, it wouldn't make any sense. I mean, I have had more pain than joy in my life. I say that to people not because I want them to feel sorry for me. I do want them to connect to it. But now I understand. See, now it makes sense. If it never makes sense, if our lives don't make sense, when you know, when we go through that phase of um, uh, you know generativity versus despair and we look back on our lives and does it all make sense, then, wow, then there's a lot of regret that sort of filters in. And for right. men, it's not typically into your 50s and 60s. So, yes, I do, long-winded answer to your question, but I do finally feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and super excited about the opportunities that every day brings to make a difference in someone's life. That's really great. So we're gonna summarize what we talked about, you know, after we open the mic here for a couple we got a couple here people in the switchboard and one seven oh two. I'm gonna bring you right on the air right now. You ready? Hi there, you on the air, one seven oh zero two. Uh, yes, good afternoon and how are you? I am great. How are you? Would you like to share your name? <laughs> I'm uh, my name is Dee, uh, Dee Wilkins, and I am um, most uh, excited to uh, speak with you and Mr. Path. I have Mr. Path's book. I enjoy his book. As a matter of fact, like you, I had uh, not read the book. I went, I bought it. As a matter of fact, I'm sorry, Mr. Path sent it to me, and I was so taken with it. I went through it the first time. Um, oh, I think it took me about 47 minutes. It was that good. It was yeah. that yeah. good. Yeah, it's I agree. Like a, a, it was just fascinating to me. So then I sat down and I decided that I'm going to implement some of Mr. Papp's, um wonderful theories and, and I just put them into action. The first person that knocked on my office door I insisted that I uh, take back some of my own um, pain as far as, you know, the responsibility of having to do everything, and I let my team, I went and I let my team, I delegated. I took ownership on my own in a certain aspect, but I did as he said, and, oh, my gosh, you should see how well we're running. It's like a a (laughs) well-oiled little machine over here. Then I had to reread because it was so fascinating. I was looking for the book, and, you know, things do happen to walk away when you have an open office. (laughs) And it seemed as though my book has circulated uh, all over our office. So I was so embarrassed to have to ask him, could I please have another one? But then when you think about it, it is, I went and I bought it now. But um, as a matter of fact, we are giving it as gifts. We are giving the book as gifts to our clients, to our clients, because as you said, 
Coach Rhea, um, you you work with so many different people. They come in with an attitude, or and mm-hmm. you don't know <laughs> what it's going to be. That first right. impression. It is not only the physical, but it's the attitude, mm-hmm. like Mr. Pass indicated, exactly. the attitude mm-hmm. from the morning, the garage mm-hmm. ride, the the going mm-hmm. to the coffee mm-hmm. shop. So many, many things, you know, take Mm -hmm. into play. And so we have decided that when you sign a contract with us, we have a special gift for you. Oh, wow. Communicating to win. Communicating to win. It. Uh, I believe that I'm not going to take up any more of your time. I just wanted to let you know that I have um, gone through the book three times, three <laughs> times, wow. three times. And in our office, we are just so thrilled and so delighted to uh, have been able, because he does, he's very transparent, and he does speak to you. You have to right. look in that mirror. You have to say, this is me. This is who I am. Take it all off, the phony makeup, the phony <laughs> idiosyncrasies, all of that, and you utilize who he is. So I did. I took one of his wow. theories, and I said, this is me. I took the next one, said this, and that's how we have our training. We've done a new training manual, and it sort of worked around his book, so he better not come over here and try to get it. But <laughs> it, it's, just a, it's just an awesome, awesome, um, oh, you know, so cool. book. And I want him to know that we here at Impact are delighted. We're delighted. And we want everybody to go out and get that book, Communicating to Win in Business, in Life, and in Love. Now, I may have transposed it around a little bit, but that's what I wanted to tell you. I hope that he continues to write. I'm sure there's going to be a sequel. And I wish you both a very blessed and super productive day. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you so much. Bye, Mr. Bath. Bye. Oh, thank you, honey. Please stay. Please stay hanging around so we can forget out and, and listen. To oh more. yes, I oh, will. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Much love. My pleasure. Wow. What do you think about that, Bob? Well, <laughs> you know, Dee. Uh, wow. uh, hello, hello, Dee. I mean, I, you know, she is the really the epitome of what I wanted everyone to do and help. How wise, you know. I nice. I speak, and so I tell people. I tell people you can get me multiple ways. You can pay eighteen dollars for the book, or you can you can pay my speaking fee, or, or uh, you know all of the above. She's really taken that book and drilled down and taken it apart Put and it utilized it with her team. And she and Dee, you mentioned a word there, and I tell people all the time. And I have friends that are doing it, real estate agents and and other folks who are doing it. Um, they're gifting the book. Think about that. You know, you're going to get socks or underwear or a scarf or a hat or mittens. Think about what you're going to get for Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate this season. You know, here you can give somebody, you can give somebody the gift of life. We've heard that expression before, giving blood or whatever. If you're giving someone the gift of communication, and, Dee, I couldn't have said it better because she's utilizing it. She's, she's, I mean, how smart is that, that she's incorporating that um and using it for what it was for but the gifting part i tell people all the time give this to somebody you know give it to your yeah. team give it to uh, give it to a prospect give it to a client if you're in sales if you're in marketing 
if you 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 got clients or bringing on new employees, we're looking for we're looking for champions. We're looking for Walmart's talking about this. We're looking for people that say we want to be a company that communicates to win. We're about communicating. We're about loving our employees. We're about helping them become successful. It's it's I it's, hope Walmart it's a gets PR about how they home run, right? <laughs> right, right. No, I I, I yeah I, yeah. Oh so so I it's a home run. It's so a home run for everyone. A- Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're going to take another call. And Dee's living it. And then we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. I'm sorry? No, Dee's yes, living it. Okay. I want to thank her again for this comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, we have 3965. We're going to be bring you on the air, my friend. 3965. Are you there? Hello? 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 3965. Yes, hi. Can you hear us? Okay. I think they might have their microphone on mute. That's okay. Well, if you want to come back on the air, let us know. Oh, here we go. We got, okay, so we're going to mute this person, and we're going to take one more call here. 5147. 5147. You're on the air. Uh, here we go. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. This is Sophia. Hi, Sophia, my beautiful friend. How are you? Yes, how are you? We've been waiting for this, and we're so excited for all this amazing conversation. Oh, you're so beautiful, and I I give a shout-out to you. I hope you read that in the chat room. Thank you so much for the work that you did in trying to, you know, create an event on Facebook. We appreciate you. Would you like to ask uh, Bob anything or any comment you you want us to... uh, Thank you so much for the work that you did. Oh, I hear an echo here. Yes, I'm listening here. Um, Hi, Bob. How are you? Bob is my hero. I'm good, Sophia. How are you today? This is wonderful. I'm I'm terrific. I'm terrific. I can can feel it. Uh, Bob and I, we met uh, through social media, and um, I think all my life I've been searching to do something more than just being happy and having a wonderful family and support and being in love all my life. And I always wanted to pass that on. And uh, Bob has given me the voice to live with purpose every single day. And for that, I'm just so thankful. Communicating to win uh, in life, love, and business um, has been a lifesaver for me. And I'm on a mission to pass this on to every single person one by one because it's a message that definitely needs to be heard. Uh, you're so beautiful, Sophia. I really do appreciate you. Bob, do you have any comments to uh, Sophia? Well, Sophia has just really, um, I mean, she, she stands alone, you know, here that she's really made it. And, Sophia, I think you used this expression, correct me if I'm wrong, um, way back when when she got on board, she said it's her mission. You know, it's, she's taken this on as a life mission, and so she's embraced it. As, as I would hope everybody does. And, and everybody, listen, I want to acknowledge everyone's support out there. People support me silently. They support me publicly. Um, they support me privately. You know, I get private messages from folks all the time. And I value and I encourage and I acknowledge. And for those of you who have spoken to me, who have communicated with me, you know I'm very accessible. And Sophia certainly knows that. But she's been a vocal, uh, you know, out there, voice advocate for this message and she is 
and she has incorporated it and she's made it her own. So she's done, um, you know, uh, an abundance of, of things that I um, that I was hoping for and that I really intended. But she's she's really made it her own, and and that's the cool thing about this. Everybody can really make it their own. So from you know, it's big in California, it's big in Florida, it's big in Texas, it's in Scotland, it's in England, it's in Australia, it's in the Middle East. I mean, this message is all over the world, and everyone is, uh, as one of my friends who was born and raised in France said, it, you know, that's a, there's a European element to this thing, because it's all mm-hmm. about emotions and all about connectivity and all about finding your voice within this message. And Sophia's done that beautifully. She really has. And oh. she's, brought, she's brought a, you know, she's brought a, a force to, to this message, which has been beautiful, and she knows how I feel about that. So, but here I'm publicly acknowledging it. So, Pia, you know, you know, I love you, and I love what you're doing, and you're going to continue to do it. And um, uh, it, this is this is not about me. It's not about me. I mean, God gave me the ability and the talent to be able to do it, and I have an obligation to do it, and I will do it, and it'll be my life's work until I'm until I'm no longer here. Um, but it's not about me. It's about everybody else feeling empowered by the message and finding their themselves and their identity and embracing their adversities and looking toward their future. And it's really about that. It's about empowerment. Um, and it's different for all of us. Success is defined differently for all of us. Um, and it's all good. It's all good. It's a win-win I, I, situation. I so. love what you're saying because I'm going to repeat. Sophia, honey, thank you so much, my love, for, for calling in. Thank you so sharing. much. My, my heart thank is filled and we're on a mission. Communication right. to win, we, we win. Right. I love you guys. Big hug, big kiss. We love continue. You, Thank, Thank you. you. Love Thank you. you so much. So, Bob, you know, I've learned a lot of things from you, as always. I always learn something new, and I think, you know, to the day I die, you know, I will always continue to learn, and that's yeah. my mission. And, and you know what? And teach. These are the two things that I, I you know, I'm inspired to, to be here on, on this planet, too, uh, you know, on this li- in this lifetime, you know, to, to actually learn and teach what I've learned. And that's why I, was, I told you, I shared with you how I was inspired to, to host this show five years ago, even though my life is so busy, my business is busy, and I'm so grateful for that but this is my time to give back you know to everybody also and and have a voice and and share you know great tips and you know um helpful tips and inspiration with with everybody who listens to the show so i do want to send a thanks to everybody out there but some of the things that you taught me here you got to learn to to embrace who you are you have to love who you are love yourself you know get to know yourself too i mean that's really important this is something i always tell people you've got to learn who you truly are what makes you the person that you are what makes you happy what makes you sad you know get to learn those things you spend time learning about other people but you don't really spend the time to learn about yourself you talk about prioritizing your life you know you talk about staying focused you talk about believe in yourself believing in your dream, believing that you're here for a purpose, you know, that's really great. And you also said to embrace your failure, which most of us are afraid of failure. I think like you said, you know, uh, success is actually harder than failure because a lot of times it's easy to fail than to succeed. Uh, For that reason, if you can actually switch things around and then say, you know what, it's okay that I failed, but what am I doing about it? You know, that's where the question is, it comes in. So, you know, we know the form of insanity when we do things over and over and expect different results. So you've learned a lesson. There's some of the things I know you, you, you had some great quotes in, uh, in, the, in the book um, from different uh, um, inspirational leaders out there. Uh, but you know what? 
you know, some of them, you know, one of the one of the quotes that you mentioned, I, I don't know it by heart right now, but to the fact that like, when we actually repeat our mistakes, the same mistake over and over becomes a decision, right? So, you know, are you willing to live with that decision? So, you know, it's all about questioning what we do and why we do it and what works for us. And I love what you told to Sophia, you know, this book, it's not like one size fits all, right? So everybody is going to take different Correct. things out of that book, right? And it's going to be to you, personalized to you, based on what you do with the information that you get from Bob's book. You know, you also talk about strength. Find your strength, you know, and give it yourself. Give it yourself but never give up yourself, which is beautiful. I love that. What are the lessons that you teach, you know, you, you talk about in the empowering section of the book. And then make yourself your business. I think we make everybody our business. I know a lot of people out there who probably are listening right now, they care about, you know, I mean, to making sure other people, you know, okay and all the stuff, but a lot of times, you know, they forgot about themselves. And that goes also for your business. You know, it's important to realize, you know, what you're doing and why you're doing it and why, in, in the first place, why do you even get in the business? And then also the most important question, like I say that all the time, and I love that you mention it, in order to receive, you must first ask and be authentic, be genuine, be yourself, and always communicate to win. So, Bob, I, I love you. I love what your message is all about, and I like you in, in a, a small, you know, phrase or sentence, whatever. What would you tell our listeners to take us off the air that, you know, um, from this whole conversation about what we're talking about and, you know, what you really hope into. Uh... Well, you know, I, I, I would close with, with, with two things. I mean, two things that I symbol, two rules that I live by. I tell people to pay it forward. I tell people to give more than you take. Um, and so I think if we, and, and, and we refer to it all also as casting your bread on the water, I think you um, communicate with yourself on a daily basis there are a lot of people walking around out there who truly don't know what they want. They don't know who they are. They don't know what makes them happy. They're living these lives of, of, of um, you know, anguish and anger and hatred and confusion and all of these things. And so, and, and find your strength in whatever source that means. For me, it's been my faith. Um, for me, you know, my mm -hmm. children are, are a source of comfort and love for me. So I would encourage folks, get the book, read the book, I'm accessible. Folks can get me. You can Google me. You can go to BobPath.com. You can go to Amazon and get the book um, and find your message within. And I want to hear from people, Rhea. As Sophia just mm -hmm. said, we're just getting started. This is a mission, and it's gone mm -hmm. from one part of the globe to another, not one part of this country to another. This is a global message that that folks around the world are really, really embracing, which kind of blew me away, I'll tell you. So. I would just encourage folks to reach out and share it. You know, share it. It's a gift. And, um, you know, just, just buy two copies and, and give one away. And watch what it does right. for you. You and I have done this. You know, when you give somebody a compliment, you give somebody a gift, it makes you feel better even than them, right? So right. you're giving the Absolutely. gift to somebody's future. I mean, to give somebody the tool of communicating, wow. Think about the opportunities that that opens up for you, for them, and for everyone that they Absolutely. Touch. That's, that's how we change the world here, and that's what we're on a mission to change the world because the world's hurting and the world's in a bad place. Just look around. We chop each other's heads off, and we, we, we take pictures of it, and we put it on social media. That's how we express our feelings and our anger and our hatred. Mm -hmm. We've got to stop. Mm -hmm. We've got to do something different. 
So um, I'd end on that note. So beautifully said. You know, it's it's, it's amazing. You know, um, I, I, it makes it so much easier to actually interview people. You know, who are on the same you know wave of thinking and yeah, yeah. like minded. It really, sure. honestly, makes it so easy. And, and look, we went past the hours, and I'm trying to wrap it up. And I'm like, oh my god, I still have more stuff to say. But you know what? <laughs> we're gonna bring <laughs> we're gonna bring you back on. Well, like I said, my friend, you know, it's really if you are wondering how you start to make a difference in this world, just go ahead and get a mirror and look in that mirror. It starts with you. Start from the place that you are and start with, you know, just with your own life, with your own self, with what you're doing. And don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. And if that someone else tells you otherwise, then those people really should probably be, you know, um, somewhere else besides somewhere in your life. Unfortunately, Absolutely. some of the people we cannot, you know, eliminate out of our life. But you know what? You, you, it's up to you how you deal it and deal with them and how you react to what they have to say. And, of course, I just wanted to mention one more time. I know um, that uh, Bob had mentioned the book is on Amazon, and that website is Amazon, of course, .com forward slash TTW book. That's Charlie Time Whiskey book, book, Okay. And that's where you can get the straight directly to the Amazon uh, page to purchase the book from there. And then, of course, if you have any more you know, questions or anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. I want to hear from you guys about what you thought about the show, what we talked about, how we can improve, what we can do to, to make it even better for you guys. And, uh, of course, you can go to our website at www.yourlifenow.info. That's yourlifenow.info. And uh, or you can email us at yourlifenow.llc at gmail.com. Yourlifenow.llc at gmail.com. And with that being said, Bob, I, I'm like I don't want to let you go. We're gonna have to bring you back home. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, my friend. Enjoy your day. It's beautiful out here in the East Coast. So we we really enjoying some of these beautiful fall days. You know, being in the seventies, incredible, Absolutely. right? Yeah, well, until next time, absolutely. stay amazing. Okay. Thank you, Ria. Well, I'm going to leave you house. All right. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. And then to all of you bye guys, bye. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Bob. Take care. Bye-bye. Um, to everyone else, thank you, guys. That concluded our show for today, and I hope you learned something new as much as I did. And then, you know what? Try to see if you can actually take some of the information that you learned from Bob today and from myself, you know, and see how you can apply it in your own life. Again, not everything is, you know, applicable to you, right? So take what's useful for you and question everything. Like I always say from my book, it's your life. Why don't you live it your way? So live your life your way. Make it your mission. You make yourself your mission. Your business is start with you. Your life starts with you. So everything starts with you. So leave you with that thought, and I'll leave you how to get a hold of me. Until next time, my, my friend, stay amazing. We have a great show for you guys next week, and until next time, much love. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com.
And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.